and welcome everyone to Stories from a Union of Volunteers. The guest from this week comes from Italy, from Sardinia, Chiara Lai, and she's volunteering right now in Turkey. So welcome, Chiara. Nice to have you here with us. Uh, thanks to you for inviting me. I think we already had some guests uh, who did their ESC in the Balkans and in like in Turkey. I don't know, actually. You, dear listeners, you should definitely check it up uh, our previous episodes. But now we come to Chiara. You are doing uh, right now uh, your project in Turkey. So in which city exactly are you doing? I'm living in Eskişehir. Probably, I don't know if you know, this city is pretty, is pretty famous in Turkey. It's an international city and a university city. It's in the middle between Ankara and Istanbul. So I'm here since nine months, so I'm close to finish my long-term volunteering. <laughs> so nice, but first let's have a look at the beginning. So how did you come across uh, the ESC project? It's not so known, at least in Germany, I don't know about Italy, but not many young people know about the European Solidarity Corps. But how did you uh, come across it? Actually, uh, I graduated in international cooperation, so I came across different uh, European programs, Erasmus Plus programs, and European Solidarity Corps programs was on my list of volunteering experiences. So after the civil service in my country, I decided to, uh, to start to check some nice project. Uh, so of course, in the youth portal, I, I found this one and I, I simply applied for this one. And did you also apply for other projects uh, or did you just apply for this one that you're doing? Actually, just for this one. I was ah. really, yes, I, I was really sure about the city, about the country. Uh, I really wanted to come to Turkey and I was sure also about the kind of project. So I just applied for this one. Ah, wow. So it was really like fortune that you got selected and you got to go yes. <laughs> to Turkey. Yes. So nice. So, um, and then you hopped on a plane and arrived in Turkey. What was your first impression when you arrived there? Uh, my first impression, uh, I felt like I was in the middle of the world, in the middle of two cultures, in the middle of two continents and actually I still feel like this and this is what I love about Turkey. Mm -hmm. Oh that's interesting that's really interesting I think because yeah it's partly like geographically in Europe but then also partly in West Asia if you can call it like this. <laughs> and how did you uh, so I don't know where did you arrive did you arrive already in the city that you are living at the moment or did you arrive in Istanbul or Ankara? I arrived in Istanbul And my hosting organization came to pick me up. We had this long travel with the car. And actually from Istanbul to Eskişehir are like, I think, four hours with the car. But uh, we did the trip in seven hours because every time we were stopping to drink chai. I don't know if you know this kind of tradition <laughs> in Turkey. Really? So, yes, this was my second impression. Everyone is drinking chai in every moment, but it's beautiful. It's really a nice, a nice tradition. Oh, it's also like a lifestyle, isn't it? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And were there any restrictions regarding COVID-19? Because last year, yeah, it was already COVID-19. And were there or, uh, like any restrictions you had to face? Um, actually, um, in Italy, we had more of 
more restrictions. In Turkey less, we had to put our mask and of course uh, social distancing and this kind of restrictions. Uh, so for me it was more easy uh, than Italy, yes. And how was your accommodation uh, you were living in and uh, with whom do you live in? I'm living in an apartment in the city center with my Italian friend Irene. She is also my workmate and we are sharing together this experience. So I'm living with her, yes. So you do speak uh, Italian then in the flat, I guess? Yes, I, we, we speak Italian just because sometimes uh, the risk is to forget our language. We are speaking English, we are trying to learn Turkish. So at home we are speaking Italian, yes. And it's really nice to have her here because, you know, of course, it's nice to have international workmates, but also to have someone from the same country and we are sharing together this beautiful Yeah, yeah, I can so, relate to this. Yeah. Interesting. So let's come, let's uh, speak about your work. What is your work about, actually? So what is your daily life? Mm -hmm. uh, I'm working with young people. Uh, I'm working inside of a new an European office uh, in the governorship of Eskishair, so it's a public body, yes, and we are writing and then implementing European programs, European projects, uh, youth exchange and of course European Solidarity Corps projects. Um, yes, we are working with young people, uh, with refugees, uh, we are implementing different kind of activities for social inclusion, uh, we are doing all together some trip all around the cities here, or we are doing workshops about Turkish culture, Turkish kitchen, uh, or European culture, European kitchen, so yes, this is what I am doing. With young people, yes, with disadvantaged, disadvantaged people also, with old people. The, yes, I have the opportunity to work in different kind of areas and it's really nice. And of course, we are promoting European programs and we are promoting Erasmus Plus programs for uh, young people from Turkey. And this is really important because a lot of uh, young people here um, they never been uh, abroad uh, in Europe, so we are trying to promote these activities because it's really nice to travel and to have these experiences in Europe also. And what is their opinion regarding Europe or regarding the EU? Or do they know that something uh, like this exists or, uh, I don't know, did they ever hear about it? No, no, no. A lot of them, yes, for the first time they heard about this thanks to us. Uh, thanks our workshops and every time we are maybe posting a new vacancy for some new project in Europe all of them they are applying they are really excited they want to improve of course their English uh, but uh, European Solidarity Corps uh, is not so famous here and in general Erasmus Plus it depends from the city yes a bit flip around, what did you learn about the Turkish culture or what was like the biggest thing that you happened to cross? A lot of things. The, f the first one, uh, of course, mm, I, probably just in Italy, we don't have this kind of 
tradition. Uh, but when you have to enter in a house, you have to take off your shoes before in front of the door. So this was really strange for me because I never did this. Uh, so this this for sure. And then I don't know, maybe also about the kitchen, different kind of food, new tasties. Uh, and of course, also different kind of ideas about even about volunteering, how to implement a project, how to do some workshop. So every time we are trying to put together our ideas. Did you also have one experience or some experience where you felt very unsure? For example, I can remember from my time in Hungary, uh, I didn't know at all that in Hungary you also uh, give the kisses when you greet someone. I knew it about France, so you give like uh, bisou right and the left side. And in Italy, I think as well, Spain, I'm not sure actually, but I didn't know completely that they do it also in Hungary. And so the first time I was really, really? watching going on here. Did you have also like an experience like this that you felt very uncomfortable? Um, oh my God, I don't know. Actually, I was ready because before to come here, I was in contact with a lot of Turkish friends. So they, they did some a kind of training to me. So be ready for this, be ready. But of course, when I came here for the first time, even if I already knew about everything, uh, of course, everything was strange, was different, but uncomfortable. Now I can't remember something like that. Yeah, that's really good. So you had a very good preparation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I told you Turkey was on my wish list of countries. So I really wanted to come here and every time I was checking. And also, I didn't tell you this, but uh, I had a lot of time to prepare myself because I applied for the project in February. But as you know, in March, the pandemic started. I was ready to, to come here, then my flight was cancelled, so I had to wait till August. So every time, every day I was listening during my lockdown, I was listening Turkish music, something reading about Turkish culture, so yes. Ah, that's, that sounds great. And you mentioned that you're also learning uh, Turkish. So how is it? I, I guess it's very, very difficult. It must be like some well, Hungarian a bit. Uh, it's very difficult. But can you already like talk to the people maybe in the shop or in the bus? Yes, in the shop, in the bus, I can talk with people. But really, it's really hard for me. Um, Turkish is another kind of language family. Uh, different from Italian, so it's really, really hard. In in one in nine months, I'm here. I I think my level is still a a two maybe or a one. It's still it's amazing, even though it's a very hard language and trying is all, all it counts. <laughs> I I really want to learn. I really, really want to learn. That's so nice. And coming back to your work as a volunteer, what do you like the most about it? Um. First of all, uh, the international environment, because of course, uh, I have different kind of workmates uh, from different countries. So it's really nice because uh, when we have free time to spend all together, we are talking about our countries, like you, you told me about French style and everything. So we are sharing these kind of things. Uh, so. For me, this is the, the most beautiful thing. I had the opportunity to meet people from different countries, even 
during the projects with refugees, uh, I met really a lot of people and now my network is so big and I'm really happy because even if, I don't know, I want to speak with someone, uh, I just call them, hey, I'm here, can you come? And it's really, really nice. And it's also, I think, very useful for your future, maybe also your career uh, way. It's very useful to know people that know people that know people. <laughs> yeah, it's really useful. Okay. But were there also some challenges you had to face and what did you learn from them? Um, I think related to this kind of international environment, because uh, we have to uh, plan activities, volunteering activities all together. And as I told you, all of us, we have different ideas about volunteering, how to implement um, a project, uh, what to do, how to do that. So for me, the, the challenge is, to, is every day to put together these different ideas in order to create some nice activity all together. So this is the challenge, like to be uh, in the middle of different uh, way to think about something and try to put all together. Uh, this is the challenge. And of course, I'm learning a lot because for my future, after this experience, I will be more flexible, more open-minded, more ready to work uh, in this kind of international environment. So this is for sure. Okay, let's imagine now that you are at dinner with some friends or families of yours and, you know, everyone is telling a funny story. And what would you tell? What is the craziest story from your project that you have experienced so far? This is, this is a tough question. I was trying to think because really I can't, <clears throat> I can't think about just about one story. Uh, probably you understood that I love my workmates. They are like my friends. So probably in a, during a dinner with my Italian friends, for, for example, maybe I would like to tell them about f some funny story about my workmates. Just this. And I have a lot of, and really I can't choose. I can't choose one because it's a really rich experience every day. So I can't choose. Really. And um, are you just two of you? So is it just you and your Italian mate? Or uh, who are they? Or from uh, which country do they come from, the other volunteers? Uh, actually, we have also some Erasmus Plus intern. Uh, yes, so um, we are volunteers, international volunteers, but also international interns. Uh, from Romania, from Croatia, from Belgium, from Indonesia, uh, from America. So, yes, really, a lot of people and it's really beautiful. Yes. All right. So, let's come to some checkout questions since this episode already comes to an end. How far would you describe your volunteering project in one word? Oh, <laughs> in one word. I would say together, the word is together, because um, my life, of course, I'm living here at home with my friend Irene, but my life is with my workmates, with my friends every day, even during the weekend, and we are doing everything together, so together is the right word. 
And what is one thing that you expect uh, from your last following month as a volunteer? Mm. Since summer will start, uh, I would like to travel a little bit. I would like to go around and to see the south of the country. And the sea is really beautiful there. Uh, but of course, about my work here, my volunteering here, I would like to leave something nice so to prepare even who will come after me because uh, we have a new project new volunteers will come after me so i would like to leave them something like a little guide about uh, the office work a little guide about the city so something like this i will i will work about this in during the last month And now comes a very broad question. What does solidarity mean to you? For me, uh, I already used that word together, but I would like to use again this word because uh, for me, solidarity is the synonym of together. Uh, to do something together, to be happy together, to work together, to love together, For me, this is solidarity because altogether we are doing something for us and for the others. And solidarity is to do something together. So, yes, this is solidarity for me. And the last question, which song represents for you volunteering? Uh, if, you, if you want to know in general which song represents volunteering, Uh, there is a song of Nina Simone, I don't know if you know this singer, and the, the title is Ain't Got No, I've Got Life. And yes, and this song it's, represents the importance of life, the, the importance of rights, of freedom. So for me, um, this song can represent really good Uh, what is volunteering for me is to protect life, to take care of life, of other people, of our life. So, yes, I would say this song. Or if you, if you want to know but which song represents this uh, volunteering experience, I would say some Turkish song, really hold because every time we are singing and we are dancing all together. So All right. So we'll put your favorite song in our playlist and I will also put the link in the show notes so everyone can check it out. Don't forget to go there. And this episode comes to an end. Thanks a lot, Chiara, for being here in our almost last episode. Next week, it will be our anniversary episode with Jose and me, which we will end season number two. And yeah, but for now, thanks again, Chiara, for being here. <laughs> thanks to you and really congratulations because I love this podcast. Thank you so much. <laughs> thanks a lot. Uh, also, yeah, dear listeners, uh, if you also like this podcast, you can share it with your friends and families and don't forget to leave us a rating on Apple Podcast. For now, we call it a day and thanks a lot. Let's hear us next week. <laughs> bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs>